Excavation Profits Podcast by Excavation Marketing Pros. Interviews with successful excavation and septic business owners, revealing how they market and grow their business in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your business and discover what they're doing to keep their phone ringing, equipment running, and businesses booming. Now your host, Scott Andreessen. Cool. So let's let's go ahead and dive right in. I want to uh, announce our special guest for the Excavation Profits podcast. It's Evan Zemer with Dirt Nerd Earthworks, who hails from Canada. And um, I love to Evan uh, the fact that you started your own Facebook group, which is arguably one of the largest, most active communities for excavation contractors. I'm curious how all that turned out, but um, everyone give a warm round of applause for Evan. Thanks for joining us, Evan. Thank you. Happy to be here. (laughs) And um, so I guess if we could just start off, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, Give us a little backstory on your business, the size of the operation, and and so on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Started my business back in uh, 2020, 2020, right before the fly of COVID started. And um, I've been talking about it for years, Um, starting one. I've worked for lots of other excavation contractors and pipeline companies and stuff in the past. Uh, but I'd always had an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just always thought about it and never, uh, never, never started it because of fear of of uh, the what ifs. Um, lots of uh, mindset stuff, and and um, just just didn't know how to start, what to do. So I consumed a whole bunch of YouTube content and watched all the guys doing their thing and then and i was always talking about it um and uh to friends and family my wife uh finally she just got sick of me talking about it all the time and and said hey evan just shut up and go buy an excavator and get going so that's really what what kind of kicked everything off okay and so where are you at with the business as far as your team revenue wise and and so on um i'm still essentially a one-man band uh i've had guys um help me uh a lot in the past um you know kind of jobs where i needed an extra machine i'd rent or uh i've got a uh you know labors they they filled in um and then this year probably halfway through the uh, summer, uh, call it six months of the season, I had a, a guy reach out to me and he uh, has his had his own excavator um, and uh, trailer and everything. And he's like, hey, I, I don't want to do any of the uh, marketing or any of the business stuff. I just want to dig. Would you be open to basically subbing me on and, um, and going that route? And, and I've been thinking about growing uh, probably for like two years of like hiring, hiring another guy, buying another machine and all that. But um, once again, scared to because uh, I didn't want to overstep my um, bounds and I didn't know my my capabilities, I guess. So 
So uh, that's kind of, he's come on and, and I kept him busy the whole time and, and kind of made me realize, oh shit, maybe, uh, maybe I can do this. And, and uh, next year we're, we're, uh, we're kind of in the process right now of buying another machine, going to hire an operator and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have three guys going next year and myself out right. of the machine. And um, I'm just going to be out in front selling jobs. Uh, revenue wise, first year, not knowing anything, I did uh, 80,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, second year, we did about 160. Um, and third year, did 280. And this year, we basically did 400. Um, just basically me, myself, and I. And, and then obviously, the, the other guy, he kicked in uh, about six months ago. That's impressive growth. And you are now at a position where you're basically going to be freed up to sell more jobs going into the new year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a good position to be in. So who is your ideal customer and your kind of your target market out there? Um, the, the basically homeowners. Um, I, from the beginning of, of my career, I guess, to, to now, it's been 15 years of, of running and operating equipment. It was always on large excavation sites and large pipeline, oil and gas stuff, and everything was big machines, big equipment. Um, I love pipelining, but um, on, the, on the large, like, you know, building a subdivision and all that, I never really enjoyed the, uh, the dust the radio, you know, the trucks driving, someone's always in your way. I never really enjoyed that. So um, Mm -hmm. when I started uh, Dirt Nerd, um, I was just like, I just want to work for homeowners because, you know, it requires smaller machines. um, So I could move my own machine. I didn't have to buy a dump truck or get someone to haul a big machine, all that kind of stuff. And I get paid right away generally, you know, within a couple of days. Um, so cash flow is always good. Um, so, so yeah, homeowners specifically are, are who I really go after. I, I've had a couple uh, bigger jobs um, for like a, a foundation dig or, or whatever um, and some site clearing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't turn those jobs away all the time, but I, I don't chase them either. And how do you, uh, position yourself as as the choice for the homeowners that you serve like what's kind of your unique selling proposition to separate yourself um our little slogan and i probably haven't put it out there enough but it's like we fit in your yard um and um now that you're saying that like we i put all my energy into google uh google my business um and that's obviously linked to our website and go check that out if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, just to be found online. Um, and this, this ties in perfectly with, with what you're doing. Um, and um, it's just to be found online. So that means, uh, you know, uh, really customer oriented and um, also uh, Google reviews. Um, I ask every single customer for, for a Google review. Um and uh, kind of follow up with that. Um, so now we've got, I think, I think seventy three 
Google reviews. Um, that my next, I guess, competitors got. I think there's eight, maybe. So just by by me doing that, called the last four years. Um, where if you if you're if you Google excavation contractors, um, Okanagan, where where we're located here in British Columbia, um, you know where the where the we're in the top three uh, map map packs. Um, right. And and uh, we're on the first page of Google, um, and that's strictly from me just focusing on 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 that, um, and you know the the home builders and and the other other bigger entities they they just find us uh, that way, but we're mostly focused on homeowners. Yeah, I saw your reviews. That's really impressive and. And super powerful because it attracts the higher value jobs mm -hmm. uh, for sure. Because it's like social proof. Oh, he took care of all these other people. He's definitely going to take care of me. Yeah, that's right. Um, so you mentioned the Google My Business. The website's very impressive. What other types of marketing are you doing to bring in clients? Uh, well, the other two are, are uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, so, you know, I, I try to post on there at least once a week. Um, and uh, there's Facebook groups, obviously. I've got one of those and I've seen the power of that. So, so um, uh, especially in the beginning, I was like in Facebook groups, you know, locally and I'm trying to add value or, or um, every once in a while I'd post a video uh, of Dirt Nerd doing their thing inside the Facebook group if it, if it made sense. Um, for you know context for what what the whatever the post was about um or, or just now, trying to okay. are these are these like your own facebook group or mom groups yard groups things facebook, like that yeah yeah lo local local groups um for my area so it could be it could be uh someone asking a question about like oh is this store open is this whatever like it's 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 just local groups um yeah and I was pretty heavily into that for the first call it year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as things kind of took off, I admittedly took my the, the foot off the gas pedal there. Um, but um, that Facebook seems to be the where if, if there's any uh, customers reaching out um, via social media, it's it's Facebook for me over Instagram for whatever reason. Mm hmm. Cool. And what what about networking? Like you mentioned, uh, some home builders find you and stuff. How have you have you really worked that sort of networking to to get in with them and uh, get on their list, so to speak, of providers for that? Great question, Scott. Yeah. You know what? I have not. Um, I have not networked at all. Um, you know, I'm, I meet people here and there and, and that conversation always come, come, comes up around what, what do you do and all that kind of stuff, but I've not actively gone and networked. So like a BMI group or, a you know, a local chamber of commerce, um, any of that stuff. So that's a whole area. That's a whole hole that I have not tapped into yet. And that's, that's the plan, uh, this season. Well, starting now, essentially, uh, is and, and another reason why I thought, you know what, maybe I can 
grow even more because I have not done any of that. And that mostly that's because I was in the machine um, doing all of all the physical digging plus the website stuff plus mm-hmm. and, and all those things. So uh, plan starting now is is to uh, is to do that. So get out and, and meet other plumbers that might need a ditch dug, um, plumbing companies, um, and and join my local BMI and and all that. So that that's that's on the on the ticket right right now. Yeah, I think that's a really smart play. Yeah, um, plumbers, home builders, um, for sure. All right. Um, what about um, conferences? Do you attend any? Is there any like must attend conferences that you go to? I have not attended any conferences. Um, that being said, I was sharing it with you before I started. I'm in a I'm in a, a coaching group um, that I just just joined uh, a few months ago, and um, they have like business conference like once a year, and, and all the contractors come and meet um just once again so busy uh doing my own thing that i just haven't been able to tap into any of that but there's and then even locally you know there's these these different business conferences or, or home shows uh yeah. in my head I'm, and that would be a really great place to bring a, a machine park it there and and uh talk to people coming through um you know maybe kids kids can climb in the machine and uh just a, another way to connect with to connect locally with with homeowners and and haven't tapped into that yet and and that's that's on the docket we got we got some cool plans for that nice yeah how did the facebook group come about great question um when i when i started um i'm one of those people that that uh, i'm a real slow mover um and i was looking for mentorship and, and help because uh, I had all these questions in my head about how do you how do you start a business how do you do this um, what how much should I charge how much how much uh, all the things right and um, I found and maybe it's my own um, hang-ups but a, a lot of the local excavation contractors here they've been so embedded in you know they've been here 20 plus years I, I felt like I couldn't uh, approach them or or they wouldn't be open to sharing their their secrets whatever you want to call it mm. um so you know i was online looking uh for different things and i couldn't find an excavation contractor uh group um so so I'm like, well maybe i'll just start my own and, and and see where it goes and um so um essentially that's what i did and then next thing you know, it just started filling up and, and, um, you know, there's almost 16,000 members in it, in there now, um, which is, which is super cool. Um, and you know, there's, there's so much, uh, talent in there and, and guys with some good insights, obviously there's some dickheads too, and they get kicked out, <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's all kinds, all kinds of us to make the world go around and, and, um, so, uh, yeah, it, that's been a, a really good, uh, uh, help for me. Um, and just lots of things in there. People are posting questions or, or, and answers that I'm like, huh, I never thought of it like that. Or, huh, maybe I should try and implement that. And, um, that, that's essentially where that, that group came from is, is just, 
just trying to be and do better and and win uh, at starting a starting a business and and then growing it forward. Well, and that's one of the unique things about your group is you go in these different Facebook groups, and a lot of it is just you know contractors posting images of their equipment or of their work, and that's cool, but. Your group is really different because there's a lot of questions about running the business, operating the business. So people, you know, are getting like a college education on how to grow an excavation company in your group, which is really which we can plug it if you want. I mean, is it okay to say Absolutely, the name? Please. Yeah, more than merrier. The the only rule, like I said, is is uh, no dickheads allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a uh, excavation. Contractors of North America, correct me if I'm wrong. How do you, yeah, I, you know now that now that you're putting on my on the spot? I'm like, what's it called? Excavation <laughs> business owners of North America. Yeah, that's it. Very yeah. cool. Um, someone, let's see, a question chimed in. Larry's asking four hundred thousand annual revenue. Is that at a six month or time month timeline? I assume winter affects you like it does the rest of us in the Northeast. Yep, great question. Um, yeah, so that's eight months of the year. That's eight months. So basically what I did was, was, um, every year, um, I've gone, uh, north, uh, from here and I've, I've left for four months to go keep working in, um, because it, it ran out here, right? Snow comes and, and all the things, but, uh, I, I went north to the pipeline and, and, uh, I could still keep working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did that for the, after season one, I, I still went north. Um, and when I came back, I'm like, well, how can I, how can I make enough money, uh, essentially, to bridge the gap? You know, I've got eight months of the season um, for my business, and there's four months I'm in it right now where there's nothing, essentially. So what I did is I, I, I figured out my overhead, you know, what my costs were, what my mortgage payment was, what I wanted to pay myself um maintenance fuel all of those things and then um base that across 12 months and then and then uh reverse engineered it i only got eight months to work so what do i need to make every single day um in order to bridge the gap across the winter is four months so that's yeah. that's what i've done now and and um so uh it, it, yeah so now i get four months of the year to to essentially go skiing um, work on the business and um, just take some time for, for myself and my family. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Um, have you thought about adding in any other services for winter, like snow plowing or anything like that? Yeah, um, I thought about it. Um, so that means I need to buy a skid steer, right? In order to snow plow. So I don't have a skid steer. Um, and the majority of my jobs during the summer, uh, I don't need a skid steer cause, cause I just don't. Um, uh, and the ones that I do, I just rent, um, I got a tram material from one side to the other, or move rocks or whatever it is. Um, so once again, I figured out my overhead and all that. And like, does this actually make sense for me to buy a skid steer? Um, and ultimately the answer was no. Um, and you know, to, to buy a skid steer to push snow, uh, over the winter. Um, you know, that means you're up at 2 AM, 
you know, because of all the walks need to be cleared for seven o'clock when everyone shows, mm. you know, and, um, it doesn't, uh, doesn't light my, uh, my fire, I guess. So, uh, it is a possibility. Admittedly, even this year though, um, we've got snow, but not much. Uh, usually we've got, you know, a couple feet by now and we've got maybe, I don't know, four inches. So we got, it's winter here, but it's, it's nothing too crazy. And, it just doesn't light my fire so so um the the i guess the the short answer is is no um and gonna keep it that way i'm just gonna try and focus heavily on on uh killing it during the during the work season and um do what i do best there yeah um and guys you if you have questions go ahead and type in the q a box and um I'm, i'm sure evan would be more than happy to answer them so how did you go about you mentioned you first started landing clients using the facebook groups is that right yeah i don't i don't remember who my first customer was but um it was essentially that it was it was facebook groups and and posting locally and 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 i made a video if i remember correctly just sitting in front of a camera saying hey this is my name is evan this is what i'm going to do um, you know, appreciate any support locally we can get. And, um, I think I posted that in, in a, a few Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and then maybe at that time I did go do a little bit of networking, I guess, and, and tell people what I was up to. Um, that's, that's probably how I remember it. And then, and then, you know, watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos on marketing and branding, uh, I knew I wanted to get a truck wrap done and then, um, so I uh, found a guy that helped me design a, a logo and, and, and all that stuff and, and went to a local truck truck uh, or a wrap shop and, and uh, they helped me out with that. So now I'm a driving billboard um, everywhere I go. Uh, people see, see uh, Dirt Nerd and, and um, that, I think that helped too, uh, at least for brand awareness and, and all those kind of things. Yeah. I love the name. How'd you come up with the name? Well, uh, the name was, uh, you want the real story? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was envisioning starting a business and, uh, and, uh, my, my family has a farm and their farm is called Echo Valley contract or Echo Valley farm. And in an ode to them, I was going to name it Echo Valley Contracting or Echo Valley Excavating or something like that. But it kind of sounds generic and meh, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was on my couch one night. It was Friday night. And uh, my family was gone. And uh, I flipped on Netflix. Uh, I had ate a weed gummy beforehand. And I was just kind of sinking into the couch. And um, I was flipping through and, and uh, could not find something interesting to watch. And my mind went to starting this business. And if you've ever had a weed gummy before, they uh, your mind can wander and all kinds of creative stuff can, can happen. And uh, I thought back to uh, a comment uh, a customer had made in the past. It was actually, I was working for another excavation company. And this lady lady said to me, you know, what are you going to do here? And so I explained to her, like, well, we're going to, we're going to scrape the topsoil off because that's the good stuff. I'm going to set that aside and 
we're going to do this and that. And I kind of explained to her the process of, of how that was all going to go. And then once I was done talking, she's like, she kind of looked at me and she's like, you're kind of a dirt nerd, aren't you? And, uh, you know, the little boy in me was like, Oh, like, can't call me a nerd. Like it was whatever. And, and, uh, moving on, uh, that conversation came back into my head uh, while I was high on the couch. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what? That's a really interesting name. So, you know, clearly I don't take myself too seriously. And, um, you know, what? I'm like, I'm just going to go with that. So that's, that's the genesis of, uh, of Dernard. Yeah, I, I love it. Very memorable name and it's fun. And uh, I, I think you chose an awesome name. Yeah. Uh, so what what does the sales process look like now from someone who's a total stranger to becoming a customer? Can you yeah. walk us through that? Yeah, great question. In the beginning, I get a phone call and I'd be like, yeah, I'll be right over. And uh, I spent... Uh, at least eight hours a week um, driving to people's uh, yards and, and talking with them. Lots of times uh, it wouldn't go anywhere um, or I'd go home, I'd write up a, an estimate, I'd send it to them and I'd hear nothing back and I would just ghost it or whatever the term was. Yeah. Um, and then now, now what I do, Scott, is I, um, uh, through my website, um or or um you know i'll get a submission form um you know they'll put their name and all that and then i'll reach out to them and um before we get on the phone call i'll ask them to send me pictures um you know so or or even better a video of their space and mm-hmm. um you know it could be a one minute video it could be five I'm, i just say just just fly at it you you talk you use your finger point in the camera see what you want done all that and um, so that kind of helps give me context um, to what they want done. And maybe some, oh, there's a tree in the way or, oh, there's, you know, the gate is only four feet wide, but I need six feet or, you know, it, so then I kind of before this is all before I get on the phone with them. Um, lots of times, you know, I've done it enough times now that that I can kind of come up with a ballpark number of what this project might might cost right i can kind of run through i'm like okay we're going to need three loads of gravel uh so there's trucking involved there you know i'm going to be on site for two days i've got a uh you know so that's x amount of dollars um you know and i can kind of figure out those numbers ballpark um then i'll hop on the phone with them and uh, we'll have a conversation we'll kind of talk through their project and then at the very end i'm like I asked them if I could if I could share with them um, what something like this might cost, and um, you know it's going to cost five thousand dollars, and uh, you know they're they're either going to be like oh yeah no that makes sense or they're going to be like no that's that's way too much money I thought it was only going to cost eight hundred dollars, so it kind of weeds out the um, the tire kickers and the the people that aren't aren't serious and um if they're like yeah no that makes sense then i'll drive over there and um and then actually do an on-site consultation and, and walk through there and uh, i'm already i'm already in the door um and and those you know those are almost a hundred percent close rate whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um, 
and then we'll uh, we'll ask for a depending depending on on my schedule and and uh, the cost of the project, then we'll ask for a deposit, and uh, that will get them on the schedule, and uh, then we book them in, and, and then away we go. Sounds good. So you collect a deposit um, up front before doing the job. You don't wait until the end. Do the work. Did you start off doing all the work and then asking for the money at the end? Yeah. Yeah. And why, why'd you move away from that? Um, two reasons. Um, one was, um, you know, uh, didn't happen all the time, but, uh, you know, you get to the end of the project and then they start nitpicking or they start being like, oh, well, you know, you were all, you were only on site for, uh, two days and you said before it was going to be three days. Um, so we should get a, we should get a, you know, uh, uh, we should get a cheaper or um so now now it's now it's like there's a scope of work i don't actually include how many days i'm going to be on site these these are just things that i've learned um and the other one was just just um it takes them off of the shopping market you know Mm -hmm. it it happened to me a couple times where where i'd give them a price they agree and then i'll reach out you know a week and a half later two weeks later Okay, we're we're we should be there in three days. Kind of give them notice, and they're like, ah, actually, we we talked to another contractor, and and um, he was he's going to do it for cheaper, and you know, I've I've lost out on yeah. that on that job, and I've it's messed up my schedule because now all of a sudden I have a hole in my schedule, or you know, mm-hmm. um, so it takes them off the market by by getting a, a deposit. It doesn't even have to be a big one, you know, could be five hundred bucks, could be. Well, whatever, depending Just on to psychologically close them, that it ends the cycle. They're with you. Yeah. Yeah. That that's they smart. Yeah. They stop looking. And so how many weeks out will you sell a job where you're collecting a deposit and you, you can't get to it till later on? How far out do you like to go? Um, well, I don't like to go far. Obviously, the sooner you can get there, the better. And that was something I was bumping up against as a, as a one man show is I was sometimes I was out two months, you know? Um, and then we do a lot of work for uh, like plumbing and heating companies, like I shared before. And, and so there's, so there's maybe there's a water line break and you know, that water line needs to be, you know, there's a the homeless front yards flooded out. Well, they need to be there tomorrow or the next day. Um, so I was losing out on those jobs as well because we need to get that fixed, right? And um, I'm like, sorry, I, I just can't get to you because I'm booked out. So, so um, uh, this year it was probably, yeah, probably like a month, a month out, mm-hmm. uh, we were booked. Um, so, yeah, does that answer your question? It, it did. And are you? using contracts or is it a handshake or just an invoice how does that look um you know what scott i don't actually have a real like lawyer written contract up Mm -hmm. Um, we've got one built into the estimate that's that kind of sets expectations and you know for both sides uh that i've written up me and my wife have written up but uh, that's actually something we're going to be implementing um is coming up with like a one or two pager 
this kind of uh, written contract. Um, but uh, estimate wise, you know, we, we use a, a CRM that, um, you know, we send over, send over an estimate or a proposal and uh, that, that customer can accept it. And then they can, they can just digitally with their hand on the, on the computer screen, kind of write their little signature in. And um, that's how we've been doing it. That's pretty slick. Yeah. Um, do you collect payments too, like using the app? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, we can, we can accept a credit card. Uh, it's called market market market. Is the one that heard yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and there's other ones out there. There's jobber. There's, well, there's all kinds of, that that one just seems to be working good for us and it's pretty reasonably priced. Um, so yeah, we can, we can accept a, a deposit, uh, via uh credit card or um or we just e-transfer just right in this uh, and that's actually another thing that that's speed up the process is you e-transfer you set it up in your in your um, business account where all the money goes into you can mm -hmm. you don't need a passcode like set it up so you don't need to go in there and like accept mm -hmm. accept their deposit every time it just automatically goes in there's it just speeds up that whole process just random oh, nice. for you. very good now you mentioned that you're in um a coaching group and we talked about mindset and i mean a, a lot of that is just so critical with owning and running a business can you touch upon more of that on, on some things you do for personal development and mindset in that way yeah, I mean, admittedly, it's something I've struggled with. Um, just the uh, how do we, how do you put it? Knowing that I can do something, even though I've always been able to do it, everything I've done, I've I can generally pull it off. But it's like this little little man and on my shoulder, just whispering to me, you know, Evan, you're going to screw it up, Evan. You don't really know what you're doing. Um, I don't know where that comes from, but uh, it's kind of always been there. So now um, I've been kind of kind of able to like basically like tell them to shut up and like get in the back. <laughs> um, so so what's helped me with that is is being around other people that are doing things um, and and trying to win at life, not in a conceited way, but just just win at what, what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so so. Um, you know, I listen to a ton of uh, podcasts and audiobooks, and and then have people around me that are are trying to do big and interesting things as well. And just by osmosis, just by hanging out and, and hanging out with those people and, and listening to those things, it keeps me in that in that space. And and uh, the more I do, um, the more as it's possible. Um, but I. I I know I'm not alone with with uh, with, with that uh, that struggle, and um, it's 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 always surprised me how much I can I can do, and mm -hmm. uh, just have to really want it. And that's the thing with business. It's like, um, yeah, you just have to really really want it. And, and essentially, you're trying to change your life. That's why you're starting a business. You're trying to change your the trajectory of of um your past and and your 
and where you want to go. And if you don't have like this internal thing in your chest where you're, yeah. where you're trying to do something, if you don't have that, then then um, I'm not saying you have to start a business, but but if you if you want to start a business and you want to succeed at it, you have to have this thing inside of your chest that like tells you to like get out of your comfort zone and just shut up and do. And um, lots of things don't work out how you hoped, but but they roll the ball forward a little bit, and then you just have to keep keep going, right? And still, you have to make good decisions. You can't just like throw something at the wall and hope it sticks. But you have to learn, and then and all these you know coaching coaching groups or podcasts are all great, but then the implementation has to happen. You got to do the things that you're learning and you're seeing these people do, right? So, and that's that's it, man. Okay. Penny had a question. She was asking, how do you time manage uh, the job versus uh, the prospective jobs? How do you time manage the job versus, I think she's saying prospecting new jobs? Hopefully that's right, Penny. Do you time manage the job versus prospective? Does that make sense to you? No. <laughs> Sorry, Penny. <laughs> Maybe you can. Uh... Oh, she said correct. We got it right. So when you're on the job, you're on the job. Well, you you've shifted a bit where you're not the one in the field. You're more freed up at this point now where you can go out and be selling other jobs. Is that right? You're talking to me, Scott? Yeah, I'm talking yeah. to you. <laughs> okay. Um moving forward that's that's what i'm doing um before that it was i'm my life was just completely full so um while i'm while i'm working i'm taking phone calls i switched to a bluetooth thing so i got mm -hmm. bluetooth earbuds so i keep talking and working um the uh have a notebook in my behind my seat so while i'm talking to the person i pull that notebook out and scroll so you know their name their phone number their address kind of what they're looking for um time management admittedly penny has been super um super tough for me and um it's just one of those learning things that that uh i've had to get better at and and if i was to critique myself uh and dirt nerd that's that's something i've struggled with um and you know new customers coming in um admittedly there's there's quite a few that that's snuck through the cracks you know i get a phone call yeah i'll phone you back tomorrow or or tonight and then life happens and then all of a sudden three days later i'm like didn't somebody phone me wasn't there mm. something supposed to oh no you know and then um you know it's it's happened and uh, another reason why i was like okay i gotta get out of the machine and um and and take hold of that part of the business um, because you know working with home or working with anybody you have to you have to serve and um, that was something that was that has been really lacking and you know I'm better than most people but that's you know talking about implementation and 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 doing all these things that's part of it right so what do you do change to get better um, does that answer your question? I think so. I think you you hit the nail on the head. Now, who else 
you're going to be freeing yourself up here into 2024 to focus working on the business, selling new jobs. Have you thought about um, others, the next steps of who you're going to hire next? Yeah. So, so um, my wife, actually, she, she comes from a, uh, an engineering background and uh, she's worked for a company for, for many years and, and, um, was looking for a transition and we're at the point now where where we were able to basically bring her on in march and she kind of is working on cleaning up uh all of those the taxes and and the you know the paperwork and and some of those loose ends Mm. Uh, so she's been on since march and and that's been super helpful um and then we've i've had once again talking about uh overhead and all that we had to factor her wage into things as well. Right. So, so, um, um, yeah, so that's, I guess, technically that was my first hire. Um, and then we brought this sub on, um, yeah, a few months ago and, uh, and that's worked out well too. So, so it's just, it's just growing a little bit slowly and, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how that's gone. Cool. Yeah. Penny says you answered her questions. She says we're in the same boat. Okay. Yeah. Um, Well, so what's the goal for 2024? What are you looking to do revenue wise? What's the outlook of where you see the company? Um, Great question. Um, We're looking to, uh, we're looking for even more of a niche potentially. Um, there's uh uh have you ever heard of water features like ponds and water features and waterfalls and all that yeah pond construction is pretty big here uh in the u.s uh is that what you're talking about no um when i say ponds i mean like 10 by 10 pond that would fit in someone's yard and you could have you could have uh goldfish or and create like outdoor living spaces um yeah so no one in the okanagan is doing that and and uh there's money here for that and um so we traveled to chicago to uh uh, it's called aquascape and we traveled there in march and uh took in three days there just kind of seeing what that looks like in that business and so that's kind of something that we're gonna we're gonna dip our toe into and see if it's uh it's a fit around here and you know those jobs you can sell at a at a higher higher profit margin and um, uh, could still fit with all the equipment that we have right now. Um, so that's where we're going to dip our toe in there. Uh, we're not sure if you know that's a it's a nice to have versus a need. Um, so you know we don't know what's going on with the economy and and if people are going to have money to spend on those things. So we're going to continue to focus on uh, the needs. Um, so fixing water lines you know, retaining, retaining walls, um, all that kind of excavation stuff, but we're going to maybe tap into that little piece over here and and see if it's something. So we're, we're revamping our website, um, Mm -hmm. this winter to include that and, um, uh, revenue wise, I mean, uh, we've doubled every year. So I feel like we could double again with, uh, with another machine on. So, I think 800 to a million bucks is, is, uh, where we're aiming at. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, the um, I think the water feature, that's a really smart play. And um, that would attract, you know, higher income customers yeah. for sure. And yeah. uh, there's that old adage, you know, you can't go wrong selling what rich people want or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's this there's this book that I read called uh, Blue Ocean Strategy. And uh, basically the premise of the book is, is finding a niche and being different than your competitors. So the, the idea is like you're all, all of us excavation guys were swimming in a blue, in a, in an ocean and the ocean is red because we're all like chewing and going after the, the our, our, uh, all the jobs. But what if you could go somewhere else in the ocean, uh, where it's blue and it's just you. And mm -hmm. you're getting all that. That's kind of the premise of the book. And and um, so that got me thinking about, okay, what can we do differently? Um, so obviously there's septics and, and there's all that. And, and uh, but it's, once again, it's kind of hard to get people excited uh, to spend money on a septic system, you know, on poo, right? You're right. And it's underground and uh, you just don't see it. And you just know you can't drive over there and you got to pump it out every once in a while. Like it's, it's hard to get people excited to spend money on that. Um, but uh, what could you get them excited to spend money on? And, and that, that's kind of where, where I'm thinking. Cool. I'm excited to see how that develops for you. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, what about, um, I'm trying to think of uh, software and stuff like that that's been helpful for your business. You mentioned one of them. What other kinds of software are you using or thinking about using for the business? Um, well, like I said, market is the CRM that we use and it, it's done well. We're kind of ex seeing if maybe we should um, go a different route so that, you know, when you bring employees on, they can have access to that. They can tie into that software so that when they show up to a job, there's, you know, there's the, the call before you dig. Um, all of those things are on there. Um, we're thinking about, uh, I think it's called company cam mm. and, um, so, so, you know, I get a phone call from a customer or from a potential customer. I go there, I look at their job, uh, and then it's going to be a go, say. So then I can take pictures and I can take video and upload it to company cam. And uh, so there's documentation of the book before. Um, I can walk through the project, talk talk out loud to either, either to the customer that can be sent to them or to one of the operators that's going to come and I can be like, hey, Joe, um, this tree here or this bush here needs to stay. So we have to like work around that. You know, uh, we've got a water line here where there's a gas line here. Um, we can kind of talk through all that stuff. So um, so that when the operator shows up to the site, uh, they can just pull up, pull up that app and uh, they can watch the video, look at the pictures and um, walk the site while I'm talking to them on the video so that I don't have to be uh, on site at that exact moment when they're starting, because maybe they got something else going on. Uh, so just another way to kind of take me out, um, but still have been there. Um, so we're looking at company cam. Uh, my wife uses Excel a lot. I don't know, I don't know how to run it or work it, but uh, so she's inputting all the numbers and she knows all the codes and stuff to do that. And that's been super helpful figuring out overhead and costs. 
like job costing after jobs done and, and even estimating, right? Um, so that we, we know what to charge. Mm-hmm. That company cam sounds really awesome. So that's like a basically like a project management software that could be used for you and your team. Yeah, exactly. Documenting the process. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, what I like about it is, um, you know, if you look at my phone, it's mixed with family pictures and then business pictures and videos. And it's just a big snarl of stuff, right? Just a big snarl. Um, so I'd love to be able to like separate that somehow. And I know I'm sure you can within the settings on your phone. I don't know how to do that. But, um, you know, you're like, okay, what was that job back in November? You know, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, you know, you can you can go through there and you can label everything and, and um, punch it in there. And like, like, I want, I want the access between my employees and myself in a file where there's pictures and there's documentation, you know, versus me like sending a random, a random photo to them. And then it gets, gets lost in the mix, right? I'm looking for a place to hold everything just so it's more structured and um, seamless, right? And it, it sounds really organized because you could, I'm, I'm imagining you have all your different jobs outlined and then you just click into the job and it's got all the notes and pictures yep. and video and yep. the customer would have access to that too? You can send the specific link, um, and I've had a buddy try this for me. Um, so you can send the, the the video link to the customer of of the walkthrough or whatever you want. Um, you don't have to um, send them all the stuff. You can just send them the individual ones that you want. Very cool. I'm going to yeah. look into that. Yeah. What? Um are some words of wisdom that you would want to share with the guy or gal starting out in this business? I mean, I think I've, I've kind of shared it already, but, but um, you have to really want it. And I think that means like sitting, sitting down by yourself and, and uh, contemplating it and getting like really super real with yourself. Because if, if it's just like a shiny idea, I call it shiny object syndrome. It's like, you know, you want to, you want an excavator and you want the tilt rotator, you want all these things. And it's fun to like roll over in your mind and think about, it's like a, it's like, it's fun to think about, but then the reality kicks in and yes, you have to make that payment and you have to make that insurance and you got fuel and you got, and then you got marketing and you got a website and all those things. Um, the objects just to shine is the shiny excavator, but there's a lot of things that come with that. Um, so you have to get really real on if it's if it's something that you actually want to pursue. Um, and if you and if you're like, yeah, no, it's just I like the idea of it, but it's it's um, it's not. Then all of a sudden, it's this overhead that comes on onto you. So you buy the excavator, and then now you got a two thousand dollar month payment, and it's just sucking you dry. And all of a sudden, the winter comes, and now, now you're not moving at all, or you're mm -hmm whatever right so you just have to get really clear on um on the lifestyle change that you want to make and and um yeah yeah you, you got to really want it sure um you mentioned a good book blue ocean strategy i'm familiar with that one um any other books that you would recommend that have really helped you out 
Um, pull up my Audible right now. I mean, admittedly, I, I listen to so many that uh, they, got, they get lost in the mix sometimes, right? But um, let's see what pops out to me. Um, uh, Donald Miller, How to Grow Your Small Business, uh, is one that I finished uh, about a month ago. Um, and he also has a book called Story Brand. Um, so those two things, Story Brand um, is basically creating a website and marketing, talking to the customer versus, uh, and it's basically you make the customer the hero versus uh, Dirt Nerd shows up and we're the hero and rah, rah, rah. Mm. It's like serving the customer and, and, and being empathetic to what they want. And then you write your, you write your the copy on your website speaks to them versus how you can help them versus how great you are as the contractor. Um, that's the that story brand. And um, the follow-up book is, is how to grow your small business. That, mm. that, both, those, both of those two ones are very helpful. And they also have a podcast as well. Um, story, I think it's called story brand. I don't know what it is. You'll find a Donald Miller on Spotify or Apple. Um, they got a they got a podcast where they interview people and, and talk to business owners that have implemented this strategy. So, very cool. I'll have to check that one out. That's great. Well, um, we're coming up on time. Does anyone else have any other questions for Evan? Now's the time to get them in. He's got his Facebook group. Excavation business owners of North America, right? Yeah. We're clear yeah. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Join there. It's a very helpful group. I'm sure you'll get a lot out of it. Dirt Nerd Earthworks. So if you're in, is it Okanagan? Did I say it right? Okanagan. Okanagan. If you're yeah. out there and you need excavating work or even water features, are you actually going to be providing that now? Are you yep. set to go? Yep, that's right. We're, we're, we're building one at our house. This spring, well, we kind of already started it, um, and then and then uh, winter came. But uh, so we're gonna we're gonna hopefully finish that in the in the spring, and um, and then start start selling those jobs. Very cool. That's awesome. And yeah. you you'll so you'll take some pretty pictures of it, put it up on the website, use it as a demo. Use it as a demo, and and if it makes sense, uh, you know, if a customer is really interested um, in it, well, we're gonna invite them out. To the place and and uh you know we'll, we'll try and time it so it's like you know six o'clock in the in the evening or seven o'clock in the evening they roll in we'll have the water feature going with some lights on and and uh create some kind of an ambiance and and uh, we'll see how that goes nice so your home is going to become the showroom i guess so yeah i guess so it's uh <laughs> i'm not sure how comfortable i feel with that but that's kind of where we're, we're where we're leading yeah, invite them over, give them a glass of wine, and then, yeah, uh, yeah sign on the dotted line. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Well, Evan, um, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You provided a tremendous amount of value. You were an open book, so thanks for sharing everything. And uh, everyone who attended and, and is watching this, thank you so much for your time. And uh, that's pretty much it. I guess we'll go ahead and bring it to a close, okay? Yeah, sounds good. If you if you guys have any more questions, um, just uh, reach out on Instagram or, or Facebook, Dirt Nerd Earthworks, and and uh, find me there, and and uh, we'll talk.
Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Evan. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Catch you later, Scott. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us. Take Bye. care. Hey there, excavation pros. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and channel. Leave us your feedback and let us know how we did. And hey, if you're interested in taking your excavation or septic business to the next level online, make sure you visit excavationmarketingpros.com today and take advantage of our free resources and mastermind group for excavation and septic industry professionals.